five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments of the Morning radio program.
J.M. and the A.M. Nachamu done by Shlomo Katz. You heard Zusha in there with Tio on this Haftet in November, November the 29th. Remember, I say this every year. If you're going to school or you're going anywhere today, ask around who knows why the 29th of November or Haftet in November, as we say, is an important day in modern Jewish history. Zusha with Tio and Hatov done by Yossi Green. Avremel had Rachem. You heard Maishi Menlo with his Ure Vanim. MBD with Viserav, Yamal AP done by Levi Folkowitz, Ellie Schwabel had Yaga, 
Pischili with Simcha Liner, and of course, Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to this 29th of November, day five in the month of Kislev, the year 5783, Tavshin Pei Gimel. It is a JM in the AM Tuesday morning broadcast, and I thank you all for tuning in. Our Yeshiva League Sports Update returns today. First time in quite a while, the first report of 5783. It's all coming up if you keep it right here in the 7 o'clock hour with Elliot Weiselberg at JM in the AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Plenty more coming up here at JM in the AM. Thank you. 
J.M. and A.M. with Benny Friedman wrapping up the hour. It's called Hamalach here on a uh, Tuesday morning broadcast. Thanks for joining us on this 29th of November. That's right, Chavtet the November, as we keep reminding you. If you're not familiar with it, you can either look it up or you could ask or you could spread the word and ask other people why uh, today is a significant day in modern Jewish history, especially those of us from a certain generation. We may not realize that there was a time when... Uh, Having a real Jewish future and a real Jewish state was quite tenuous and unlikely. 
Haftep in November proved otherwise. Uh, Yehuda Green before that here at JM and the AM. Thanks for joining us at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com on the NachumSegal Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. We've got Gali Tzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. Top of the hour news. Shiva League sports update with um, Elliot Weiselberg. Reboots starts again. Kicks off at 7.20 a.m. Eastern Time this morning, just 20 minutes from now. It'll be the first edition of the Yeshiva League Sports Update for the 5783 season here at JM in the AM. Our friends at Artscroll remind you when you go to artscroll.com, make sure to use promo code radio. Again, make sure to use promo code radio at artscroll.com when you do. Free shipping, major discount. Every time you use promo code radio at artscroll.com. You know the rule. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Simple as that. Live lunch with us, uh, excuse me, with Avrami coming up later on today. I, um, live lunch schedule this week includes Jesse Zweig tomorrow and Thursday between 11 and 1. Make sure to be tuned in for that. JM Rewind coming up. We will feature the Art Scroll conversation with Ray Bamberger. That's happening at uh, 9 o'clock this morning, right after JM in the AM. Gali Tzal in the background. Gali Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday, for a Tuesday, rather, follows next. We say Boker Toe from JM in the AM. Gali Tzal, Mirushalayim, Asha'a 2, Shalom Rav, Baulpan, Rani Avnai, Ima Shekorea Akshav. פיגוע דריסה בבנימין, לוחמת צה"ל נפצעה בצהריים באורח בינוני, לאחר שמחבל האיץ לעברה עם רכבו סמוך לתחנת הדלק בכניסה ליישוב כוכב יעקב שבבנימין. המחבל נוטרל וחוסל. רב סמל בכיר, מנשה נפתלי, שנטרל את המחבל שהחזר אצל יעל דן. ראינו שהרכב הזה מבצע נסיעה מאוד מסוכנת. במהלך המידע קיבלנו ברשת הקשר על פיגוע. הבנו שכוחו נהיה מדובר באותו רכב. הרכב הזה ביצע פרסה במקום. שם הבחנו בפגיעה מקדימה של הרכב, והבנו שאכן מדובר באותו רכב. פרחנו מהניירת, ביצענו ירי מדויק לעבר הגלגלים. בית הדין הצבאי האריך עד ליום ראשון את מעצרם של שני לוחמי צה"ל מחיל השריון החשודים בהשלכת מטען חבלה לעבר בית פלסטיני באזור בית לחם כנקמה על חטיפת גופתו של הנער טירן פרו בג'נין. צו איסור פרסום הוטל על כל פרטי החקירה. הרמטכ"ל, רב-אלוף אביב כוכבי, גינה את האירוע. היו לנו אירועים שלא היו צריכים לקרות. היה מקרה שבו שלושה חיילים השליכו מטען מאולתר לעבר בית של פלסטיני. זאת לא דרכנו. אנחנו צריכים להיות צבא מקצועי וצבא ערכי. דבריו של הרמטכ"ל בטקס הענקת האות הטכנולוגי של צה"ל הביא כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. המשא ומתן הקואליציוני ביהדות התורה מאיימים לעכב את החלפת יושב הראש של הכנסת אם לא תחול התקדמות במשא ומתן מולם, מדווח כתבנו הפוליטי יובל שגב. ביהדות התורה לא מרוצים כבר זמן רב מהתקדמות המשא ומתן וכן מהצעות הליכוד. אם אכן יסרבו להגיש את החתימות הנדרשות להחלפת יושב ראש הכנסת, עשויה להיות דחייה נוספת במועד השבעת הממשלה שמוארך כעת בעוד כשבועיים. בליכוד עדיין מאשימים כי מדובר בתוצאה של קרבות פנימיים במפלגה החרדית אשכנזית וכן בתחרות אגו כלשון הגורמים עם מפלגת ש"ס. גבר בן 86 נספה בשרפה שפרצה בבית פרטי בפתח תקווה. כתבתנו עדה שטייף מוסרת שצוות מדע שהגיע למקום איתר אותו ללא סימני חיים וקבע את מותו. 
עובדת במעון בהוד השרון בת 28 עוקבה בחשד שהשאירה חומר ניקוי בבקבוקי תינוקות. כתוצאה מכך שניים מהם הורעלו והועברו לטיפול במצב קל בבית החולים מאיר בכפר סבא. ומזג האוויר, ירידה קלה בטמפרטורות, עדיין תכן גשם קל בצפון הארץ ובמרכזה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
ברצון מלפניך, שתשרה שכינתך בינינו, ותיתן לנו ברכה והצלחה בכל מעשה ידינו. יהי רצון מלפניך, שתשרה שכינתך
JM in the AM with Miami. Inve is the name of that one. Joey Newcomb with his Morocco medley. You heard Akolotova done by Yosef Chaim. JM and AM Tuesday with great pride. We present the first edition of this season's Yeshiva League Sports Update. Elliot Weiselberg has the uh, scores, the news, etc. As we kick off the 5783 Yeshiva League Sports Update season. Uh, it's 7.20 a.m. Eastern Time. Oh, there we go. 7.20 a.m. Eastern Time on uh, Tuesday mornings here at JM in the AM. Without any further ado, Elliot Weiselberg and our Yeshiva League Sports Update at JM in the AM. Good morning, everyone. Today on the inaugural Tuesday morning jam, the AM sports update of the 2022-2023 sports season. The action has already kicked into high gear in all leagues and will bring you up to speed on the opening month of the winter sports season. All that and more straight ahead. Good morning. I'm Elliot Weisselberg. We'll start out in JV Hockey, where three teams remain undefeated. DRS has breezed through their first five games, defeating all divisional opponents, including a dominant victory over Rambam last night. The Wildcats will play two games in early December before a championship rematch with TABC on New Year's Day. Out in the West, the Storm themselves remain undefeated at 3-0, but are joined by a resurgent SAR team who has already taken on one challenge, defeating Flatbush 3-1 in a rematch of the preseason Martin Weiselberg Memorial Tournament Championship. Also in the thick of things out West are MTA and Oyasroel, both with two wins as the season heads toward the halfway point. Moving up to Varsity, the defending champion Frisch Cougars lead the way at 5-0. A 3-0 win over last year's semifinalist Hank has headlined the early season and sets them up for a showdown with DRS this coming Sunday. Right on the Cougars' heels are TABC. The Storm enter the week at 4-0, but will meet up with SAR in Riverdale on Thursday night. The Sting have hit some hard luck over their first three games, losing their first two games of the season against Kushner and DRS in overtime. Speaking once again of DRS, the Wildcats lead the East with four wins, but the early upset of the season involved DRS on the losing end, dropping a 3-2 overtime contest to YDE. YDE currently sits at 4-1, right behind DRS, and just ahead of Hank, both of whom do not have favorable schedules compared to the Thunder. Moving over to basketball, North Shore has rolled out to a 6-0 record in the East, with very few close contests in the early half of the season. The way things are going, the East may come down to the very last game of the season, where the Stars will face currently undefeated DRS. The Wildcats are 3-0, but have the upper hand over North Shore, having defeated them in the finals of the Mag and David preseason tournament. Out West, a tight race at the top, with last season's runner-up, SAR, out to a 5-0 start, with Frisch and Hillel behind them at 4 and one and defending champion Ramaz at three and one, their only loss a season opening championship rematch with the Sting in Riverdale. In JV, five teams remain unblemished as SAR and TABC lead the West at 3-0, with Frisch behind them at 2-0. That will not be the case a week from now, as the Cougars and Storm meet up Saturday night in the first end of the Route 4 rivalry in Teaneck. Out in the East, DRS and Mag and David are 2-0, but both still trail behind North Shore and Hafter in the win column, as the Stars are currently 4-1 and the Hawks 3-1. With the Yeshiva League back, keeping up to date is a must, and the best place for that is the Yeshiva League Pass. For all the latest scores, standings, and rankings for both hockey and basketball, be sure to follow Yeshiva League Pass and all of its iterations on Instagram. And that was your Tuesday morning jam in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weisselberg. Not-
J.M. and the A.M. That's uh, Udi Davidi with Shma Koleinu. Lipa had uh, uh, Nakdishach before that. J.M. and the A.M. on a Tuesday morning broadcast. My thanks again to Elliot Weiselberg for reviving our Yeshiva League sports update. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We find the fascinating Pasuk in Amos. Ki harim for Hashem has formed the mountains, uvore ruach, and has also created the winds, umagid Adam masecho. He recounts to a person what were his deeds. The question has been asked, what is the kesher, the connection, between the beginning of the Pasuk and the end of the Pasuk? The Chida says in the name of Rabbi Yaakov Chagiz, why did Hashem create the world with harem mugvo'os, with mountains and hills? People have to climb the hills. They have to try to ascend the mountains. Hashem could have just created level ground that everybody could walk on without effort. He answers that there are strong winds that can uproot the trees and cause great destruction. These tall mountains stand and guard us from the stormy winds that could be destructive. So one could ask, wouldn't it be better if there were no winds? Then there wouldn't be a need for the harim, for the mountains, and everyone could be on level ground without having to climb the hills and the mountains. The answer is something that a person should remember every day of their life. The ruach is created from the hevel peed, from the mouth, from the breath of a person, as it says, The Targum Onklus translates it, that Adam, that an individual, when they speak, they show that there is a difference between a human and the animal life. That's what happens. It is a koach It is the power of speech. That is the spirit that is created when a person speaks. The perush is that all of the ruchos ba'olam, all of the different winds of the world are created through man's speech. And that's why Hashem had to give a koach gadol to the ruach so that man could understand that through speech a person can build binyanim or chas v'shalom destroy an entire country. That's the meaning of Yotza Harim Uvare Ruach. Instead of creating level ground, Umagid Adam Masecho, to let a person know the great power that we all have to use our Dibor, our power of speech, in the correct way. We have the choice, Chas Shalom to destroy or to build Olamos to build worlds. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizuk. Have a nice day.
with Eitan Katz. Lachayezbach, the name of that one. J.M. in the A.M. again, my thanks to Elliot Weiselberg. We got the Yeshiva League Sports Update back running today. I appreciate that. That happens Tuesdays at 7.20 right here at J.M. in the A.M. And I thank those of you who are commenting on the app. We'll try to get to those comments later on. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Also want to remind you that um, this coming Saturday night, Rabbi Dr. Richard Weiss is going to be the special guest lecturer at the uh, Young Israel Talmud Torah Flatbush Fall Lecture Series. That happens this coming Saturday night, starting at 8.15. The topic, Ethical and Halachic Risks Associated with Harvesting Organs. Ethical and Halachic Risks Associated with Harvesting Organs are by Dr. Richard Weiss. Information about the event and about the Young Israel Talmud Torah Flatbush Lecture Series, which happens at 1305 Coney Island Avenue in Brooklyn, 718-377-2528, 718-377-2528 for information. While many of you are aware of the great work of Chazak, and they have kicked off today on this 29th of November, they have kicked off a charity campaign, charity with a D, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y dot com slash Chazak, uh, that is going to um, help continue their amazing work. Chazak is known as a Building a Stronger Future. And Rabbi Yaniv Meirov, who is the CEO of Chazak, is with us live via telephone. Rabbi, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Pleasure, all my Nachum. Thank you very much for having me on the program. Really, really appreciate it. It's always good to hear from you and to see you once in a while. 
<laughs> I appreciate that. It's a 36-hour, two-times match. Every time someone gives a dollar, it's going to be matched today and tomorrow. It's a charity campaign, charity.com slash chazak, C-H-A-Z-A-Q. Uh, Rabbi, we, um, we say that chazak is building a stronger future. It's the, uh, it's the slogan, the phrase that's associated with your organization. Can you tell this audience some of whom may not be familiar with your work, what is Chazak? Okay, sure, 100%. So building a stronger future primarily by helping Jewish students that in the public school system to get a Jewish education where we have after-school programs, Sunday school programs, teens division programs, and thousands upon thousands of kids over the years have been coming and learning about their Jewish heritage, learning the basics of olive base about the Parsha, about holidays, and not only has these children's lives been saved and been inspired and changed, but the entire family has changed as well. And we also have the Yeshiva Placement Division, where we have parents that are interested in placing their kids from public schools to Yeshiva. We have a whole division over there. In the last few years, I won't listen to this, Nachum, over 1,300 kids have been transferred from public schools to Yeshiva, which is an amazing accomplishment and uh, thank God we want to do more, and uh, that's why we're here, to discuss how we can get all of college, so every single member of the Jewish community to have an opportunity to get involved with Chazak. How many, uh, that was over a period of how much time, when you said the 1,300? Since since 2017, wow. five years alone. That's pretty amazing, frankly. Uh, Rabbi Yaniv Meiroff is with us live via telephone, CEO of Chazak. We are directing our listeners to their two-day campaign, charity.com slash Chazak, charity with a D, dot com slash Chazak, C-H-A-Z-A-Q. There seems to be an energy about your organization, the way it's portrayed in the community, both in the Sephardic and Ashkenazi community, and the uh, pride with which people associated with Chazak, uh, the, the pride that they exude on a regular basis. What, what is it about Chazak that has so much energy and so much, uh, and so much strength in an area that's not always uh, you know, associated with, uh, with hype and strength and energy? What's it about Chazak that uh, makes it that way? So, Nachum, I think it's actually the name. Chazak means to strengthen. So uh, we're always looking to strengthen others. And the programming that I mentioned to you with regards to public school students is just one main division of the organization. But the organization does so much more. Many people know us for the Chazak events and chairman lectures that we have with world-renowned speakers. They come in person. Dozens and hundreds upon hundreds of people come. Thousands, tens of hundreds of thousands, uh, you know, of people over the years have been coming to these events in person. And uh, with uh, COVID, we realized the power of the online. We were always online, but it took the numbers much higher. And the millions of viewers over the years have been logging into the special Chazak events, Shirm lectures. Plus, there's a food pantry, there's a base matters, there's a kail, there's a weekly newsletter. There's so much happening within the organization, and there's something for everybody. And that's why there's so much energy, hype, excitement with regard to the Chazak organization, the Chazak revolution, we call it, because it's really revolutionizing the community and the entire world at large. How does one reach the public school youth? How does one reach the public school families that you'd like to turn into day school and yeshiva families? So uh, the way we reach out to these public school students is that we have these after-school programs. It's free. There's food. There's prizes and incentives. Amazing mores, rebbe's teachers that give their heart and soul to the students. And, uh, you know, the parents are very excited about it. It's a great program. And uh, we have trips and we have Shabbatones and, uh, you know, many 
people are excited about that idea. And uh, people reach out to us all the time due to the marketing that we do about the yeshiva placements. And uh, Baruch Hashem, thank God, we get phone calls throughout the country. And we place kids throughout the country. People think that Chazak is a Queens organization. Yes, we're based in Queens. That's why Chazak is with a Q, strengthening Queens. We started in Queens. But today, Chazak is really, Baruch Hashem, thank God, throughout the country with the yeshiva placements. We have after-school programs and teen division programs and Sunday school programs in quite a few cities and states in the U.S. We have it in Canada and as well. We're expanding there. We have in Israel, Kolel. We are always looking to do more this year. We're literally watching basically every single Jewish community in the world. The Baruch Hashem, thank God, the organization has been growing. And we're always looking to grow and to do more until the Gula comes. And we're never satisfied. Well, I mean, what you're doing is remarkable and amazing, and I didn't realize that it's outside of the New York area as well. Anytime we could turn public school kids and families into a yeshiva families and bring this type of spirit and inspiration that so many of us uh, would love to see in families that are lacking it, it's a it's just an amazing thing. Uh, Rabbi Yaniv Meirov is with us uh, live via telephone, CEO of Chazak. Their campaign is at charity.com slash Chazak, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y dot com slash Chazak, C-H-A-Z-A-Q. Um, now, what do people need to know? They need to know that it, it is, in fact, what I what I suggested earlier, right? That every dollar they give is going to be doubled in the campaign, right? That's right. That's right. We have a group of amazing managers that want to, you know, take their contributions to the next level by challenging the organization. There's a caveat. There's a string attached to them. It's not that everything is uh, being matched. That's it. There's a goal. And if we don't reach the goal, that means every credit card that people plug in will go back to their accounts. But on the other hand, if Chazak reaches the goal, then Chazak will get the funding in order to do the holy work that we do. So it's a really, really big challenge. It's a lot of stress, I guess, for lack of better words. But uh, <laughs> we believe in the community. We know that the listeners and everyone around the world will chip in. Any amount makes a difference, and it adds up. The more, the better, obviously. And uh, like you said, Malcolm, everything is being matched. Every dollar becomes two, 100 becomes 200, 1,000 becomes 2,000, etc. Now, even though the campaign hasn't officially started yet, that's going to happen in a couple of hours, people can give right now. Don't worry, folks. Don't be shy. You can give right now at charity.com slash chazak or givechazak.com. Remember, chazak is with a Q, so it's givechazak.com. Uh, I assume that when this uh, campaign does, in fact, actually go live in just over two hours from now, I'm assuming, Rabbi, there is going to be a goal announced. Am I right about that? So the goal, we're still debating. We're waiting on a few matches. As of right now, the goal is 1.8, and we wrote a bonus round of 2 million. But my hope is that we could have the goal at 2 million, and we could have a bonus round for much more. This organization's budget is much more than that. We're doing a lot more than that amount. But uh, the charity people who guide us tell us that you have to be realistic, which is something I don't really like, that word. <laughs> I, I think we should aim for 10 million, 100 million to, to save souls. You know, we're running around, we're doing everything we can, day and night, jumping, swimming, flying, literally, you know. And, uh, and uh, that, that, that's the goal currently. So it's 1.8 to $2 million. And if people want an update, if they want to see what it actually became once you went live, all they have to do is check the website at 10 a.m. Eastern time today, and they'll be able to see the number up there. That's right. And just to give Mikam uh, Chayisrael, amazing how our community is, we already have about more or less 500 donors that are already pre-donated. So that's such a chizik, such an inspiration to Chazak, and it means so much to us. And uh, the goal is to have thousands of more uh, within the next uh, 36 hours, more or less. 
It's time to be Machazek Chazak, everybody. It's time to give strength to an organization that's giving strength to our people on a daily basis and is changing lives of individuals and families. Chazak is uh, building a stronger future. We know how important Jewish education is. We know how it's the basis, the backbone of our future, and that's exactly what they're concentrating on with all the different programs and all the different ways and all the different community events and all the different things that they do. The bottom line is they're trying to incorporate as much Jewish education into lives and families as possible. Chazak, building a stronger future. Let's be as uh, proactive as possible. Let's help them get to their goal before they even announce their goal. Go right now to charity.com slash chazak, charity, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y.com slash chazak. Or you can go to uh, the website, givechazak.com, givechazak, C-H-A-Z-A-Q, C-H-A-Z-A-Q.com. And remember, everything is being matched during the campaign. The campaign is going to go for 36 hours beginning at 10 a.m. Eastern time today. Rabbi Yaniv Meirav, anything else you'd like to add, sir? I just wanted to thank you, Nachum. I wanted to thank all the supporters, all the people involved, all the staff members, all the rebellion, all the teachers. So many people to thank. I don't think you have another few hours for me, <laughs> but I appreciate your time and appreciate everyone listening and uh, looking forward to uh, having a huge success and uh, bringing the Gula a complete redemption. Too. We, we, we are praying and working for your success, Rabbi Aniv. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Nachman. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on the program. It should be a great, great campaign. 36 hours beginning at 10 a.m. Eastern time today. Rabbi Niv Meyerov is CEO of Chazak. Go to the website, everybody. Give what you can. Uh, the lectures that they do, the events that they have, the um, classes and informal programming that they uh, incorporate for public school youth has made a major, major impact over the last few years. Now we have an opportunity to really empower them to become even stronger. Givechazak.com, givechazak, C-H-A-Z-A-Q.com. More coming up. It's JM in the AM.
בכל יום מחדש אני מודה, אני נרגש, כל נשימה חיים במתנה. בכל יום מתעלה, הלב מרגיש ומתמלא, ומתוכי פורצת מנגינה. בוקר טוב עולם, בוקר שכזה, כל החושך Shut up. 
I am an ancient wall of stone atop a hill so high. And if you listen with your heart, you just may hear my cry. Where has the base of me gone? I stand here all alone. How long am I to wait for all my children to come home? A house of marble and of gold once stood here by my side from far and wide all came to see its beauty and its pride but see brought it down and with it so much pain now only I can build it once again Together, together You stood by Harsinai, my daughters and sons Forever, forever You must stand together forever as one Together, together You stood by Harsinai The start of the English medley from Yaakov Shweki. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world. The web at and the NachumSegal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Before that, you heard the uh, Chazak selection done by... Um, oh, excuse me, you had Mordechai Shapiro with Boker Tov. Chazak done by Gavriel Polkovitz. Thought that was appropriate after the Chazak conversation here at JMNAM. Hour number three here on a... Tuesday morning on this Chavtet November. If you're not familiar with Chavtet November, why the 29th of November is is significant in modern Jewish history, then please either ask or spread the word or look it up or uh, <laughs> whatever it takes to find out. Please do it. Please do it. Today's an important day. And I would hope that everybody would be sharing why that is with as many people as possible today. Um, thanks to those who are commenting on the app. Always appreciated, of course. Want to extend our condolences to um, Toby Finkelstein, that's Avrami's wife, who lost her mother. 
She is now a sitting Shiva in Israel to be followed by Shiva in the United States. And uh, we extend our condolences from all of us here at JM in the AM. Um, Mensch says, welcome back, Yeshiva League Sports and Elliot Weiselberg. A hearty milestone on your son's up, Sharon. May he grow to be a lambdan of Torah and Masim Tovim. Nachas to, your, to you and your entire family. Yes, Elliot. Mazal Tov is right, and Nachas to your family is right. From all of us here at JM in the AM. Devorah Leitner wanted to know the song, the Shema Koleinu song at 727. That was Udi Davidi, if that's the song you're asking about. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, the Kadosh selection was from Lipa. If it was the Kadosh song, that was from Lipa. Colored candles, we'll get to it. What's today? Today's the 5th of Kislev, so we're 20 days away from Hanukkah. Maybe when I get back from next week's trip, we'll start uh, putting on the Hanukkah selections. I have a feeling I'll wait till then. <laughs> that's my uh, that's my feeling. JM and the AM, we're in hour number three on a, a Tuesday morning broadcast. Tomorrow on this program, our friends at Art Scroll have have arranged for uh, Shai Graucher to join us. He is. Um, as he's described on this show before, uh, rightfully, the authority when it comes to the English language publications of Rav Kanievsky, and we'll explain all of that again, I'm sure, tomorrow at some point. Um, but anyway, we will uh, speak with him tomorrow right here on this broadcast. Eighth day is next. You're listening to JM in the AM. On a pitch black night, he rode a horse of the purest white. He knocked on the door, kind of prison afraid. In his hand, a bag of money. What shall I do when the money runs dry? Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky. What shall I do when the gold runs dry? Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky. They surrounded me These three words They set me free When you got no strength And you cry and please Lost in the forest Can't find the trees Here's what you do When the money runs dry Here's a prayer That could pierce the sky Here's what you do When the gold runs dry Here's a prayer That could pierce the sky
Here's what you do when the money runs dry. There's a prayer that could pierce the sky. Here's what you do when the gold runs dry. Sing the song, give it a try. Speak it, sing it, shout it thrice. These three words can pierce the sky. Speak it, sing it, shout it thrice. These three words can pierce the sky. Is a hit song. Not every swing is a home run. Here's what you gotta know before we get started. You win some, you lose some. There's pretty, there's gruesome, there's lows and there's highs, hellos and goodbyes. You win some, you lose some. There's pretty, there's gruesome, there's ups and there's downs. But don't turn around. If you hear me singing this song, you know that I'm trying. All I've got's this promise to keep fighting. I don't have a pretty picture trophy smiling. If you hear me singing this song, you know that I'm trying. Lo yolecho am locholik moy, lo yato ben choirin libatel vimelo. Lo yolecho am locholik moy. The highest, highest to try. You win some, you lose some. There's pretty, there's gruesome. There's lows and there's highs. Hellos and goodbyes. You win some, you lose some. There's pretty, there's gruesome. There's ups and there's downs. But don't turn around. If I hear you singing this song, I know that you're trying. That promise to keep fighting. You don't need a pretty picture trophy smiling. If I hear you singing this song, I know that you're trying. Lo yato ben choyden, 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 lo yato ben choyden
We don't need your home run. The only way to win is to have fun. With humble eyes, look to the sky. The highest, highest to try. Shuvu banim, banim shoy vavim. Shuvu banim, banim shoy vavim. Shuvu ba 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 ni ba 
Zimonenu <laughs> JM in the AM with Benny Landau. Kedem is the name of that one. Moshe Auslander had Shuvu Bonim. Eighth day with Lo Alecha and Ella Kata open up the hour here at JM in the AM. Well, yesterday we had the chance to speak to uh, Murray and Jeremy and uh, Rabbi Rubin, and we spoke about the uh, Kushner schools and the Atid Society. Today we get an opportunity to uh, hear about the event from the perspective of the person who is the headliner, the center of attention, if you will, this coming Sunday night at the Kushner Schools in their massive and beautiful auditorium on South Orange Avenue in Livingston, New Jersey. And that's, of course, Modi. Modi is performing for uh, the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School, their Atid Society event this coming Sunday night. And Modi, it is a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. It's a pleasure to be here. This is the this is the OG Jewish podcast. <laughs> you are the original Jewish podcast, and it's not an easy thing. You know, I have my own podcast, uh, and uh, you know, you you make it look so easy. Well, I appreciate that. I think only a small person, even though even though you, you you're a radio show, it's a radio show, right? Correct. But people, be especially the way but, people consume it now, it's often uh, you know viewed as a podcast as well. Yes. 
Um, and, it, it, you're original and a, and a, and a uh, what's it called? A, a pioneer in, in Jewish podcasts. Well, I appreciate that very much. Do go back about 40 years. It's hard for me to admit that, frankly, when I'm trying to stay <laughs> young and spry, but uh, it is what it is, as they say. Anyway, Modi, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM, and I know you're looking forward to Sunday night. I, I just got to tell you off the bat, one of the things that uh, social media and um, in general, the way uh, people consume content today, one of the things it's done, one of the benefits for me is I get to see people and enjoy their, uh, their comedy, their entertainment, their routines. Um, where I would not have been able to in the past. And I have seen some of your recent stuff, and it's simply genius. It's simply incredible. And I, I'm curious, is, 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 a, is your regular act, uh, one that, especially one that's geared to our community, does it concentrate generally on aspects of our community? Because the Sephardic Ashkenazic thing and so many other things that you're doing are so spot on. I'm wondering if that's the bulk of your presentation when it's aimed at our community. It's so funny that the word your regular act. <laughs> it's such a funny. It's such a funny expression that people have. First of all, you should know my my. I, I, you know, as far as merchandise, there's T-shirts and hats and all the other the other comedians have. Do you know what I have? What do you got? I have a yarmulke, and the yarmulke on it says "Know Your Audience," and on the other side it says "Da Lisnemi Ata Omed." You understand? Yep. So I, that's 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 my that that's my motto. So when I hit a stage and I hit an audience, it's uh, I'm going to deliver whatever they need, whether it's at the Kushner School or at the Comedy Cellar in the Village. It's it's whatever the audience is is needs for me is what I I I, I give. So it's the regular act is whatever is necessary for that night. By the way, for those of you who may not be familiar, and the other expression, aside from know your audience, that's on the kippa that Modi wears, or that he uh, that he has available, is Dalif Nemiatal made no in front of who you stand. And I think there's obviously a double reference there, Modi. Know your audience is one way of referring to it, but you're also concerned about the one above, that you're standing and representing our people. And that must be, especially these days, 100%. especially these days, it must be such a challenge knowing that every word that comes out of your mouth is either going to be analyzed, critiqued. People will take it a certain way or not a certain way. They're, they're now expecting Jews to behave one way or another. It's got to be an, an immense amount of pressure when you open your mouth and you know you're representing our people people it wasn't until you just made it so pressure <laughs> now now you really made me really scared. now you know what i got i might cancel on sunday i i set you no, up i actually i actually did a setup here i'm a straight man i'm an actual straight man it was a straight man and, and you know that murray is sitting there listening to this going oh my god he's gonna cancel on sunday what am i gonna do i shouldn't have had him do the interview M murray this is what you get when you wake me up at eight in the morning okay this is what happens when you wake a comic up at eight in the morning it's, I want to tell you, I'm so blessed. I can't even explain it to you. I get to perform. I get to perform like um, I took theaters. I do a theater like for Baruch Hashem for the holidays. For I call it my holidays show because it's during the Christmas time. Right. It used to be on the 24th. And then this year, we sold our five shows at Stony Hall. So I'm, I'm not plugging because they're sold out. Do not look for tickets. They're done. Um, we have five shows on Broadway for the the holiday 
Um, and that's my audience. They're coming from me. There's not uh, an organization that's bringing me in. And then on top of things like that, I have shows like the Kushner School. I have shows, I, you know, um, this past Sunday, I performed in Toronto for a synagogue called Bayit. And they, oh, the Bayit, it, sure. I was... Right, right, and it was their 40th anniversary, wow. and you know they had just been coming out of. Uh, they're still were were in COVID and lockdown, and then 700 people came. They were so excited to have a live show. They had eight honorees, but they did it well, and I was a part of that community. It was insane. 40 years of of living, breathing Yiddishkeit generation. The woman, just like Murray, you know. His, his daughter and, and their kids are in the schools and in the system of the, of the shul. And I get to be a part of that. You know, me coming from the Lower East Side, landing in Toronto, all of a sudden, I'm a part of this community. It's an insane, insane feeling and a connection to the Jewish people that's, that's unbelievable. And this show on, um, on su- Sunday, right? Yep, it is. <laughs> It's on Sunday. It's on Sunday, and um, it's <clears throat> it's amazing. First of all, the auditorium is gorgeous. Yeah, it's a great place. And the the, the story behind it, yeah. Murray uh, Halpern, who and his wife Bacheva, they they've been producing this show for fifteen years. Yep. And he, first of all, he is the sweetest guy in the world. Yep. It's so funny. I have you know whenever I do a comedy bit. I have somebody in mind, you know, and Murray, I will tell you a funny story about him. He's probably going to plot when he hears this. The last time I did the show for them, I went there with my producer and with my rabbi, Rabbi Gav Bolina from the Sixth Street Synagogue. Sure. He's my rabbi. He's also a friend. And I said to him, what are you doing? I'm going to Jersey for a show. Come with me. He came. We're in the green room. Murray comes in and hands us each a hundred dollar bill. A schmear. A schmear. It was so adorable. It's so old school. It's so... And I, and I have a whole joke I do now about sh- how millennials don't know how to schmear or how to... <laughs> how millennials don't know how to receive a tip or give a tip. It's not because because they don't have cash in their world. Right. We have cash. Right. They don't have cash. They, they Venmo and Schmenmo and right. all this nourish kind. So, and, and I think of Murray when I do that joke. You know, and he's so sweet, and he's been doing this this event for. I, yes, it's a comedy night, and it's but it's it, there's such a history in it, yeah. you know. And Murray was telling me the stories. I don't know if he told you with Yitzhak Perman, sure. and they had Jackie Mason right. on that, and they had um, Klein on it, and it was just uh, it's such a show that's so amazing, and it, everybody's and it's comedy. You, you sit in your chair. There's no, I, mean, I think they, they, they feed them before because it is a Jewish event. Um, so they, they feed them, I think. And then they bring them into the room. You know, it's at the Catskills. It's at the Catskills. Yeah, right. The, um, after, the after dinner treat. They, they, they go and then you sit there and you watch a show. And it's, um, and it's so, uh, uh, it, it's the fact that you're doing it. You, you know, it's an hour and change of laughter. It's, you know, I, I call it Mashiach energy. It is pretty I, when you're just laughing for an hour, you forgot about everything's happening. It's just one hour of Mashiach energy of just laughing and not, and everybody's in unity. Everybody's in unity. 
and uh, and I, I'm so happy when I do these events. I have my own shows. Blah blah nara, we just sold out um, L- L- London. We took a theater in London because it was such a um, an amazing request for me there, and uh, we took a theater. We ended up doing five shows. And they sold out in hours. Amazing. That's so, absolutely wonderful. That's just incredible. And this Sunday night, you're right. The common cause, common purpose keeps everybody unified and together. Everybody out there wants information. Go to the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy website, jkha.org slash atid. Get your tickets uh, and support the school and get ready to see Modi on Sunday night. Modi's with us live via telephone. We are honored to have him with us. All right, I got to ask you a couple of questions. First of all, on the Sephardic Ashkenazic routine, why is it that we Ashkenazim are all always the target how come the Sephardim always come out looking and smelling like a rose compared to us when you when you analyze the way we handle things and the way they handle things i can't believe you of all people would ask that question <laughs> i can't believe you of all people would ask that question first of all you know i'm ashkenazi you know i speak yiddish you know i'm i'm in the lower east side that you if I were to take the angle of making fun of the Sephardic, I would get shot. In the, I would get. Are you kidding me? They kill me. They kill me. It's they a, kill me. It's a security. So it's I, a security uh, measure that you take attacking it's the Ashkenazi. Hundred percent a security English, and it's a, it's it's just an angle. The angle is that the Sephardic people are much more passionate. Right. They just have more passions in anything they do. Sometimes it's sometimes it's great and fun and lovely, and sometimes they just drag things out. The laning by the laning by Sephardic people, you you could you could die. <laughs> it's an extra. It's an it's an extra twenty five minutes in any shul by the laning. Yeah, they don't worry and about then they the... do aliot and aliot, and then they sell they sell every. Everything. If you want to walk up and open the curtain, how much is that? Let's sell it. It's 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 um it's yeah, but it's you have to take the angle, and it's not making fun. It's having fun with. Hundred percent. You know, well, ha- they love it. They you love it. You know that just the fact that I'm asking the question means that uh, I know how much fun is, is being had with that routine. Also, I got to give you credit. I mean, like I said, I'm watching some of your clips. I love the show. Absolutely incredible your material uh, and your presentation. I mean, not that you need my approbation, frankly, uh, but but what you did in Florida when you started. I don't remember exactly what it was, but when you started saying something about masks and COVID, and then it sort. And then you sort of went ahead and said, oh, nobody here knows what I'm talking about because there was no COVID down here. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Of course. Yeah. No, we, <laughs> it, reminded, uh, it reminded me, I was once in a comedy routine uh, at, a, at one of these kosher restaurants and the comedian gets up and starts telling jokes about a wake. And all of a sudden he says to himself, he says to himself, and to the crowd, oh my gosh, nobody here even knows what a wake is about. <laughs> what am I doing? You know? <laughs> oh, right. Uh, it's funny. It's funny. I was just in Toronto and I was in the middle of a joke and I forgot to ask if they have Trader Joe's in, in, um, in Toronto, in Canada, oh in Toronto. <laughs> and I, don't, I, don't, I was, I was, I was deep in this joke <laughs> and I know that the whole, the whole joke hinges on the cashier ringing the bell oh my God. and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I said to them, you guys have Trader Joe's, don't you? And they, they all in unison go, no. Oh, my It's God. an issue. They're trying to get, 
I bailed. I, I go, well, this joke has just ended. Cause I knew I, I would be standing there at the end going ding, 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 ding. And they had no idea what I was talking about. Oh, is that hilarious? Um, and what, and what worked better, and, and the Florida thing really worked because obviously they did know it was COVID, but you were just making fun of them that they had no idea what it was. So yeah, they, that's no, like, of course they knew. Of course. Yeah, so it's like a double, it's like a double benefit there. Like they're taking pride in the no, fact that. If I do a joke with a Hasidic, if, if I'm with a Hasidic community and I'm doing a show for them, I'm talking about with the Mechitza, right? you know, and I'm up there and, uh, and I pop the jokes. I make fun of how they didn't. Um, I, I, and it's just, it's so easy to make it. I, I make fun of how they realize how they didn't quarantine. But then you, 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 you add an expression like, and you were right. Uh, you know, they they didn't they didn't do the mishagas that we did, and you were right. And they t- and but they and know they, you're not kidding when you say that. I they're not. Listen, I I will tell you something. I discovered over the over the over the over the the, the whole COVID quarantine. I, this place called Florida. I don't know if you've <laughs> ever heard of it. It's this state all the way down the east coast. And they they opted out. They opted out of the whole COVID quarantine thing. And listen, let me tell you something. It's no joke. I travel around the country and there's still uh, places. This event in Toronto I just did was this is their first event after COVID. Did they, you know, did they require insane. anything? Did they require a mask or vaccine card or no, anything? No, no. Some people had, some, a few people had masks and they were like, listen, they're scarred. There's two, over two years now and people are scarred. But, but again, they're sitting there and they're laughing and they're, you know, whatever you're going through with your masks, mices and your yep. health risks, and your, whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you besimcha, do it. Um, but it's incredible. I, did, I was in Chicago when they came out of their COVID thing. And I was the, the first, and it's so amazing that the first event they're having is a comedy show. Yeah, that is, pretty funny. Like the that is first, pretty funny. Right. right. It's, it's a lot of fun yeah. for, for that kind of stuff. And this thing in, uh, this is a home run in, in New Jersey. This is, this is a theater. There's no food. You, you, they're sitting in a comfortable right. chair yeah, and laughing. And it's just, it's a home run and the, and and you know it's 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 a religious institution, but they're not crazy. And obviously, the, the material is always always clean. And uh, hey, you and know, you know uh, your audience. That's the bottom line. You know your audience. That's the bottom line. Mamish, you know your audience, <laughs> and they're they're fun, and uh, and it's it's great. Modi's with us live via telephone. I, I if if you have a couple of more minutes, I got a couple of more things, and I hope you'll join me when we move back into the Lower East Side studio. I hope you'll join me during one of those first days. I'd love to do a real conversation with you live and in person. There's so many curiosity questions I have. But what about the, you know, when you go into the comedy cellar, the comic strip, you're going to, you know, clubs like that and doing the Jewish routine. Do you worry about those who really don't know Svartim and Ashkenazim or those who really don't know anything about our tradition or that's irrelevant? I do that, yeah. Say it again? That's not where you do that material. That's not where you do that material. Ah, so you wouldn't do it there anyway. That's not no. That's where I do the. That's where I do the material about Trader Joe's and right. the gym and the and uh, whatever current thing is happening that I'm working on and uh, 
that's not where you, although it all has a Jewish flavor to it. And who are your influences? Who are the people that, you know, that you loved growing up who are great comedians? Who are the, If someone had to, you know, you're, you're in, I don't even know if this is an insulting question. I hope it's not, but you're in the style of whom? Is that a legitimate question to ask a comedian? You know, if, if I like this one, I might like that one, that type of thing. Who, who, who are some of your mentors in the industry? My mentors and I would say, uh, Stylings that I was attracted to right away when I began doing comedy is uh, Alan King. Oh, wow. I don't know if you ever sure. saw Alan King. Of that was my when I discovered Alan King. I back then there was no YouTube. Not right. that I'm dating myself. But <laughs> I used to go to the. I used to go to the. Um, there was a, there's a place on 52nd. I think the Museum of Television and Film. Sure, and you can sit in a booth yep. and get, um, they, they give you the clips and that was the U2 of the days. And I watched everything he did, not so much for the material, the way he delivered it. Very interesting. He was, he was a Jewish comedian. He was a Jewish comedian and he was up there in a tuxedo proud. Right. And he, he's, he's making, he's having fun with being Jewish, but in a proud way, not in a deprecation way. Um, in a, in a, in a, the chachma of the Jew, the 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 proudness, not not the. So I can't get on the basketball team, and I can't get on this team. It's not like it's like it's in it's in a style of 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 pride, and it's slow and. It, it, it was a big influence in my life. And he had, he had an incredible deadpan approach very often, and you have a, an what I think is an incredible deadpan approach. I mean, sometimes at the end of your lines, I'm just looking for you to crack up and you just keep the straightest face possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, if we just lost Freddie Roman. Um, also, you know, Catskills, Jewish community, probably Lower East Side, I would suspect as well. What, what, what would be your uh, assessment of his comedy? Wow. He was, when I began doing comedy, he was such a, I want to say the word friend. Wow. He was such a friend and mentor. Nice. Friend and mentor. You know, when, when, when I began doing comedy, it was 1994. Right. So I caught the tail end of the cat skills and I caught the, and there was the Friars Club. Sure. They were always, the Fires Club was always looking for young members, right. and so and they had events nonstop. And it was like the show would be me, him, um, uh, 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 um, Malzi Lawrence, right. or whatever. It was a, it was a dinner. They had a dinner. The Dick Capri, Capri. <laughs> and and then we all went up and did ten minutes, fifteen minutes, right. and it was an amazing event. And we got to shoes with them and hear their stories. And then I would go up, you know, and catch. They were like, I think the Lolly uh, Kutcher's right. and the Neverly. Right. Those were the only hotels that were open. But but they were working every weekend. I was up there almost, and I saw them, and they saw me, and that's why I had like I had a two-hour hangout session with Alan King back then. But back to for, to Freddie Roman, I will tell you, I will tell you one story about Freddie Roman that was so so amazing. So Montreal has a comedy festival and uh, it's a big thing just for last comedy festival. The entire city for about a week and a half is nothing but comedy. Every theater, every bar, everything is some kind of a comedy show. 
the dirty show, the clean show, the African show, the this show, the that show, and then you have what's called what's called the bar mitzvah show. <laughs> and it, and funny enough, it, it was a show. It was one day, and there were either three or four shows. They sold out immediately. Wow. And two of the years, Freddie was the host. <clears throat> and one year, I remember there was a kid on the, on, I'm not going to mention his name because I'm very not into Lushan Hara. He was a, a comedian that was just coming up and he got a big break. And so he was about to blow up. He ended up not blowing up, by the way. Um, and, and he was on the show with us. Now, keep in mind, the show had a 12 o'clock, 1230 show, a 3.30, a 7.30, and sometimes a 9.30. Wow. So it was a Freddie go, we're, we're doing vaudeville. This is, I've never done so many shows in one day. <laughs> but, but the first, as you can imagine, the first audience were, were the older. It was the older people. Sometimes the, the people right. brought their grandparents right. to the show. <laughs> you know, and the kid came out and sees this audience. And he was so upset that they were old, but I can't do this. My manager does not do it. Did my, did my manager know that, I, that this and that? And he was carrying on and killing the vibe of the backstage. And Freddie just gets up and goes, hey, you little piece of blank. Um, he goes, it's not their fault they're old. If you can't make them laugh, get yourself off the show. Wow. And it. It was an amazing line that I cannot even, and this kid, you know, Freddie doesn't care. This kid was at that time, um, he was also, he was also uh, represented by George Shapiro, who was the biggest thing in comedy, who was also Jerry Seinfeld's manager. So this kid really thought he was like, he was the toughest, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, was, he was it. There's a lot and of Musa so in that did, line, frankly. Dr. Musser in that line, it's, it's, he's, he's, uh, it, it, I read that I remember. And then a million shows that we just sat in the backstage and laughed and he always made everybody feel so special on the show. I, I did a show with him that I, I swear to God, when, when I was do, when I was doing, when I began doing comedy, the Friars Club was like always bringing in young comedians. And so we had these events. There was one event with him. It was honoring Sid Caesar. Oh, wow. Could you imagine? Yeah. Uh, I was honoring Sid Caesar. It was, um, it was, uh, uh, Robert Clown was on the show. Pat Cooper was on the show. Henny Youngman was in a wheelchair in the front row and they wow. gave him a mic and he killed it. Oh my killed gosh. It. it was insane. And I'm sitting I'm, I'm sitting looking like, oh my God, I have to perform on this. And Freddie was the host. And Freddie made everybody feel like they were the equal, equal, equal. I was, I felt like I was equal to Pat Cooper wow. and to, and to Sid Caesar and to, I have, a, I have a picture. It's such an amazing picture, but it's, that's, that's Freddie. He was just a soul and he was, he was sweet off stage as he was on stage. Amazing. You have any, uh, you have any mentors in the Jewish area? There were some comedians years ago. I remember, uh, that did the, you know, the Jewish routine. Um, you know, and I don't want to say similar to the Sephardic Ashkenazi that you have, but you know, we talk about some of the strange things that we do in our community, our ritual, etc. Any of that grab you as a younger person or not really? No, not really. No, that's just all kind of, you, you know, when you, when you're a comedian, you begin doing comedy, you have, um, 
when I began doing comedy, it was all over the top characters and accents. Right. And little by little, I began to develop my voice and it became very, very Jewish. And that's when, so I don't really know other comedians that, um, look, Jackie Mason compared Jews right. to non-Jews, which I do, I do also. Oh my God. That's a, that's a classic that. routine. What a classic routine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's classic material that he chose. Right. At the time. And he knew the audience would get it no matter where they were from. And he got it. He he got it. And he, you know, and I compare other things between Jews and non-Jews. It's a premise. Right. You know, and so, but it's, so his, his were different than mine. And, um, but obviously he was a, he also just passed away. Insane. Yeah. Losing a lot of, you know, funny enough, I, I, um, when he died, I felt the New York Times did an article about how I was the next Jackie Mason. So for some reason, I had a connection to him. And I was blessed once to have a show where he was there for 45 minutes. He saw me do a 45-minute show, and I got to speak to him afterwards. Wow. And it was, uh, and I'll tell you what happened there. Um, um, the owner of the club says, oh, Mr. Mason, did you know that the New York Times did, did, did a show saying that Modi is the next Jackie Mason? And, and Jackie goes, he goes, I'm still alive. <laughs> Don't bury me yet, huh? <laughs> Don't bury me yet. I hear he, that. Um, he, 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 uh, he, um, he, he passed away. I felt so empty. I didn't really know. So, so, so there was an emptiness in me. I said, I wish I could. I knew about the funeral or shiv or something. And out of nowhere, <laughs> um, I got a yeah. DM in my Instagram from somebody. Mm. says, I don't know if you want to, but the, his sister's sitting Shiva in Queens and they gave me, I just showed up and had a very lovely conversation with her. Wow. I can imagine. And, um, yeah, it was very, very nice. That's really heartwarming. Modi, finally, when you go to a Pesach program, uh, does our crowd does surround you constantly trying to tell you a joke and try to get you la- to laugh? Isn't that unique about our community that they follow people like you around trying to make them uh, crack up? I always, I always take, I always take, a, I'll always listen through the joke because <laughs> you never know when, you never know when it's you'll strike, a gem. You'll strike gold. <laughs> it's a gem. I'll tell you a story. You know, I have a whole bit I do about the shiva. You know, when you go to a shiva. Right. I remember doing the show once. It was a Hasidic audience, all Hasidic men. And I'm doing the joke and it's killing. It's a, it's a killer joke. And all of a sudden, I see well, one guy's face just stop. He just stops laughing, and he's mehukaz. He's focused. Right. He's not upset. He's just fo- and the whole show. He's just sitting there focused. And at the end of the show, I, I walk up to him. I go, "What happened?" He goes, "I have a line for you." That's... And he gave me a line. Yeah, it is one of the funniest <laughs> lines that I've added into the routine. <laughs> That's great. And so, so I, when someone has a joke for me, I listen. I always tell all my friends that are in real estate, when I see a building that they might be interested in buying, I said, you know, I don't know if you know, but there's a building here. I know the guy's looking to sell. He, he goes, Modi, always tell me. Let me know. I'll do the, the, the research. If it's worth it, you never know. And, and so the same thing with me. If you have a joke, give it to me. You know, if you, if you can, don't do the performance. Just give me the, the, the flesh right. of the joke. I got it. Don't do the whole act out, you know, <laughs> and then you see where you can. But I'll always take a joke. I love it. Uh, Modi is going to be at the uh, Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School, this coming Sunday night. They are lucky to have him, and we are lucky to be uh, 
uh, speaking with him this morning. The Atid Society is chaired by Batsheva and Murray Halpern. They and uh, uh, the presidents of the school and uh, the co-presidents, I should say, and of course, uh, Rabbi Rubin. Everybody invites everyone to come on and enjoy the great comedy and support uh, the Kushner schools through the Atid Society. They always put on an amazing event, and obviously uh, with Modi this coming Sunday night, it's going to be incredible. JKHA.org slash Atid, A-T-I-D. Again, that's JKHA.org slash Atid. Modi, I can't thank you enough. Good luck on Sunday night, and thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. Good to be with you. Appreciate All the, best. All the best is right. More coming up. It's JM in the AM.
It will only happen when we all get along Everyone waiting for what you pray for Mashiach Let's love one another Everyone in song
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the web, and AlchemSegal.com. And then AlchemSegal Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a uh, Tuesday here at JM in the AM. Uh, Simcha Liner, Milach Cohen, Sandy Shmueli, and that's set. My thanks to Modi. My thanks to Elliot Weiselberg. My thanks to... Um, Rabbi Mayorov of Chazak. My thanks to all of you for tuning in. Tomorrow morning, we're back starting at 6 a.m. Avrami is going to be uh, hosting a live lunch um, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time. If you are, if you do not receive our daily thread or weekly newsletter, make sure to write to Avrami, af at nachomsegel.com, af at nachomsegel.com. 
Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, I'm going to go reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.